You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The show must go on. It's show time. Get it? <laughs> because I'm Beetlejuice and she's show. Anyway, B-Way show time. You know, the whole being a podcaster thing. Listen or else. This week's guest is Andrew Bancroft, a.k.a. Jelly Donut with Freestyle Love Supreme Supreme Supreme. Broadway is back, and so is Tony Award-winning FLS. Catch them at the Booth Theater with their final performance on January 2nd, and then they're taking the show on the road. Look out for FLS on tour in a city near you. Deep Cut, you can watch their Hulu documentary, We Are Freestyle Love Supreme, and join the fun with the FLS Academy. Andrew and multiple FLS castmates make cameos in a star-studded Tick Tick Boom. And of course, check out out his fabulous band Moon Drunk. Now let's go back to a time we were younger for a second, second chance, chance of hearing my conversation with Andrew, aka Jelly Donut, from July 16th, 2020, recorded for my live YouTube series, The Show Must Go On Line. This is Microphone One. We are live. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming on The Show Must Go On Line. Today's guest is Andrew Bancroft. Uh, How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm doing as well as, uh, yeah, as I've done during this pandemic time, I guess. Lovely Brooklyn, where things are different as they are across the world. Mm. But how are you? You're in Washington. I am in Washington. I'm very grateful to be here, to have some outdoor space I can go to. I have an adorable dog who's just chilling right next to me. And and you might see him kind of use that couch area or go outside. Who knows? He's improvising as well. Same thing with the cockroaches here in Brooklyn. They might just scamper through or a rat might join me. It's it's really a veritable wildlife uh, sanctuary here. So. Amazing. Yes, we we welcome all creatures here. <laughs> Great and small. Great and there small. are yes. here. I have not seen any for some time. <laughs> and though I, I, I left, I left Brooklyn for a few months of the pandemic to be out in nature more, and thought they might have taken over, but they did not. They stayed away. So that is something to be to be worried yeah. about for sure. We we got some visitors out here, but mostly a lot of uh, hummingbirds. I love those. I love hummingbirds. I was just in Maine visiting my mom, and uh, there's there's a bunch of hummingbirds who come through there, and I got a good slow mo video. They're they're fascinating. A picaflor en español, which I wow. like that word. Yeah, amazing. How fancy yeah. of you. I'm not fluent. I just always liked picaflor. I like that word. I love a multilingual interview over here. Last time we we did get into some Portuguese when I was in the FLS Academy rap recess on Sunday. So this is just like flowing it all. I love it. So who was speaking Portu- Portuguese? Was that you? Sim, eu posso falar um pouco de português porque é minha mãe brasileira e você entende? Mm, no, <laughs> but pero un poquito español es no. I'm terrible at Spanish, and I'm certainly terrible at Portuguese. I think I got some of that. Um, I love hearing people rap in languages other than English, uh, and I've, you know we've we've taught kids um, uh, from Mexico, Japan. Hearing you know hearing high school students rap in Japanese in front of uh, other American high school kids uh, with their jaws just dropping like wow that sounds so amazing um yeah one of the really cool things about getting uh people from different places together to do this bizarre thing we do wow that's amazing i i would love to hear that anytime like 
when I would watch y'all on Broadway uh, perform with Freestyle Love Supreme, if there was a different like language where people would go into their like very unique circumstances and you're like, ooh, ooh, I love that. So we will we will be getting all into Freestyle Love Supreme and the Academy ooh. and Moon Drunk okay. and everything. So right. I first want to say this is a very special uh, addition for two reasons, because this is the 50th episode of The Show Must Go Online. And I'm so <laughs> Congratulations, that's huge. Wow. When when did you start? How long did it take to do 50? Thank you. Yeah, it started probably I would say two weeks or so into the pandemic. And when we were in quarantine, there were like so many interviews going on the first like week yeah. and a half. And I thought, okay, let me give that space to other people that like have this all set up. And I kind of figured out all the Zoom and StreamYard now and like all of those aspects and been a journey since. <laughs> Yeah, right on. Yeah, it's it's crazy to see how all, all just transforming your lives, both public and private, and work and play onto the online space is is. I don't know. It's it's sad, but it's also had some real real silver linings to it too. You know, mm. I, I'm a, I am like a slow technology adopter so i'm always like shockwave what do i do with the login <laughs> so now i'm like i've caught up enough you know to get things yeah. done like i actually can i can run a, a zoom webinar and break, turn into breakout rooms with kids and those kind of things amazing things I yeah and, and and speaking of someone who's amazing at technology i see get in projects hello kyle uh oh, he said oh. Can I see the, sorry, can I see the chat too? I don't know if you can see it depending on how you're looking at it. It's here on StreamYard or on the YouTube link. The The comments are below. I see Geddon saying congrats. Lisa O'Neill, we know you, Lisa, says What's hey, up? hey, hey. <laughs> it is always so fun to see y'all here commenting along. And we will be definitely wanting your comments later on when we do the word bank from the audience. So definitely start, get those thinking caps on as well. Eva, hello, hello. We are international here, live from Denmark. So cool. Ooh, nice. Yes. Hi, hello, thanks for joining. What time is it? It's getting late. It, I know, for sure. And the other thing we are celebrating is tomorrow, or I guess tonight at midnight, is the release of We Are Freestyle of Supreme, 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 yeah, on Hulu, um, the documentary that uh, has been, yeah, been been uh, in, the, in the works for 16 years, so directed by Andrew Freed and starring a bunch of us FLSers, and uh, yeah, it's exciting, I'm pumped. Um, yeah, it was. I got to see an earlier version of it, and then they sent us the the final version. I was like, I'm gonna wait and see it when everyone else does, you know. So I don't know within the very final version, uh, but the first one was just like such a dear uh, enjoy <laughs> enjoyment of watching friends of mine create something from the. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're babies. We were babies, you know. And this is right, kind of right after. Um, it starts not long after Anthony and Tommy and Lynn graduated from Wesleyan, which I did as well. It was, you know, a year before Lynn and Tommy and a couple of years after Anthony. Uh, so it was just really <laughs> lovely to see footage from that time. And be like, oh, yeah, we all, we all had some haircuts there, didn't we? Although I can't talk now. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> COVID cut is, uh, yeah, full effect. Yes. But, I, I love a good quarantine look right now and... And especially back in the day, little college and post-college, we've all had some interesting hairdos there and baggy pants and the you know yeah. I don't I don't think I had a suit that fit me until like a year ago, and <laughs> that's I don't know. Yeah, I look back at pictures from those times, uh, college and post-college, and that, it's worth watching just for that, I guess. <laughs> right, nostalgia, but it mm -hmm. it's so cool to think that someone had the foresight to film and and to get all of that behind the scenes access and you know especially like someone like me who filming and reporting is like my life I love to see other people's minds at work and how they like get all of that stuff it is so cool and like the the little aspects that someone might not think would be like important to film or whatnot are sometimes the best gems out of everything 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The relationship between, you know, the friends in this group, I think are great to see. And yeah, Andrew who directed and, and, uh, you know, just decided to start filming. I, I, it was a lot of foresight. You know, we, I don't think anyone knew where Freestyle Love Supreme would go or where any of the careers of the folks involved would go. Uh, but I think it was just one of those, one of the cool things about live theater is he had an experience. He saw something and was like, there's something here. Mm-hmm. Or I had this experience where I want to capture a little, I don't know what I'm doing exactly, but I want to see more and capture some of this. Um, and it ended up, you know, leading all the way to this film release tomorrow, I guess, and, and it's uh, release premiere at Sundance. Um, yeah. well, was that this year? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I guess that was January, but um, yeah. Wow. So a huge, huge congrats and thank you to Andrew Freed for, you know, being, I guess, inspired and following his kind of inspiration to really make something cool for us. You know, it's like mm-hmm. having a, wedding videographer for 16 years and you're getting married to all your college buddies. Is that oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. What a fun way of thinking about it. Mm, that's <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, everyone is just like feeling nostalgic now for for FLS and Jody saying, hi, friends. Jody actually helped me cover the FLS opening night on Broadway. And that was... Oh, cool. That was, yeah, that was amazing. What what was it like, you know, you were just saying that you never could have imagined where FLS, Freestyle Love Supreme would have gone after just like starting out with a couple of friends and then you're opening on Broadway. What was that like? Yeah, I, I certainly never thought that would ever happen. Uh, for one, there's I've never seen improv on Broadway. I've, I've seen little glimpses of, you know, I saw Oh Hello, um, with uh, John Mulvaney and, um, oh my God, complete brain shutdown. Um, I know big, who you're talking about. Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll, brilliant, brilliant comedians. And they would bring, uh, you know, like a Tina Fey up or, or, you know, they'd have a celebrity guest in the middle of the show and they'd riff with them. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's a little, you know, improv on Broadway, but it, I feel like, people want to invest in a known product or a short. Mm. So first of all, it didn't seem like it was in the realm of possibility. And then, um, you know, just, just the, the format. Yeah. It was kind of beyond imagination. It was, it was never, you know, I, I got into freestyling just mainly in college and I just kept doing it because I was obsessed with it. It was just fun. It was just like the best way to spend my time. And it like lit me up in different ways. And it was a a challenge, but also it would, that, that kind of like spark of excitement and fear just kept coming back. And I'm like, I got to do that again. I got to do that again. And, you know, I would enter battles in Oakland and, you know, I never was like, this will be a career path. That'll happen. You know, like, not you know but that, that's kind of one of the beautiful things about it too i think it was yeah. um it was just following joy i think for all of us and that that joy led to broadway because a lot of amazing other roads got paved along the way and certainly hamilton and you know the, the great work of lynn and tommy and anthony and everyone uh before so yeah, yeah. i feel like i was very lucky that my joy road ran into a train and I grabbed onto that and here we are. (laughs) Well, we are lucky as well to have you because you certainly add that, that fun spark of joy and you're so personable and a lot, you know, a lot of people here commenting and and when we saw you on Broadway and off Broadway, and then of course, everyone who was in the Academy, it's cool to see people who like love what they do and are so passionate and just want to share that love and passion around and like just play. Yeah, I, um, it, it's really, I mean, you have an experience with this with the Academy, I think too, where it's just um, that <laughs> I, if you can make that any part of your career, it's like, what a blessing, you know, we do, don't always get to enjoy what we do. And you I don't either want to say that like, oh, every job has to be that enjoyable. You know, there are jobs, jobs are always going to have some part of them that are not enjoyable, you know, and you, it's, it's kind of a very privileged thing to be like, if you don't like your job, just 
can't find the joyful job, you know, that's not available for everyone. And I, I didn't really think it would be available to me either. Mm -hmm. And right now it's almost not because, you know, live theater is, is shut down right now, right. Uh, which is another reason why doing the Academy and being able to take some of this joy and also in, involve more people, more and more people that we get to learn from and hear their voices um, is really like a blessing to, to like light us up. Um, right. But uh, I want, I kind of want to see the comments as they go. If everyone yeah. will watch me learn how to, so if I click the YouTube video, am I going to double up on Yeah. Audio? As long as the audio is down on the involve more people. Yeah, I think that's what I was, I would like watched me a second ago and it was very trippy Bruce Willis time travel moment. Um, <laughs> well, monkeys, but where do I put the volume down? Thanks for watching everybody. I hope you enjoyed yeah. this part. Um, so if you hover over like the video on the bottom left, you should see like a little white bar with a line that you can toggle back and forth. Uh, on, on YouTube or on YouTube. yeah. So I'm playing that and yes, got it. I think, right? Yeah. YouTube tutorials brought to you by BYU Show. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, y'all. Um, and then I think I'm, wow, this is weird. I'm watching me just a second later. All right. Yeah, I know. It, that is a bit trippy. It is. All right. I'm going to look at that every now and then. Right now, I'm just going to look at uh, StreamYard. Cool. Um, sorry. Back to you. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Uh, I love that. I This is kind of the best part of these interviews is like, once we figured out that we're going to do these interviews live from our own homes, the like idea of it being like this perfect or like a normal type of interview, like where all the technology is just like standard and what you would do if you were in like a broadcast studio, like that's just not going to happen. And it's been really fun to see how like, you know, especially like if my dog just walks behind me or like there's a technology something. It's like this is our life, our lives. And it's I, I kind of like that aspect. So thank you for bringing that in. Yeah, it's it's where we're at right now. So you either accept it or, you know, oh, who's that? That's <laughs> um, Limbo. <laughs> Or your mind gets into this like control, you know, I, I'm a perfectionist sometimes. So when I, you know, really want something to be working, I find myself like batting up against it and like, wow, I'm really not enjoying myself the way I could be if I just kind of accepted it. And you can always work to make things better, but if you're not accepting the things that you can't change, it's like, it's, it's something that early on in this, pandemic i think I, I really tried to adopt this uh uh this motto of good enough and yes. uh anthony wears a shirt sometimes that just says good enough and it's it's a great improv motto where it's just like oh you did it you did the thing mm -hmm. you know in improv you we all like a hundred percent of the shows that i did on broadway were a blast and a hundred percent of them I had a moment afterwards where I was like oh I could have said this or I could have you know and if you focus on that you drive yourself crazy and don't enjoy it you know but if you're like good enough what was the beautiful thing and, and you also want to give credit to the people who really enjoyed something even if you think I could have made it better for them I could have done that you know right. you know I I could have held up my partners better and made you know there, there's always that like a little bit this could be better but good enough hey pandemic we're here we're moderately sane and we're alive like thank you <laughs> yes that's honestly such a helpful tip for life and i appreciate having that and it's gonna kind of stay in the back of my brain i think when i do anything even like if we're talking about the academy when i joined that it was like i can freestyle in the sense that I'm like improvising every time I do an interview because you never know what the person's gonna say and then you like go back off of them. But I've never like done beatboxing or like improv in that way or like I love to sing here at my own house or in the shower or in the yard with Slim, but I don't necessarily sing a hook as like a backup for my friend who just did this awesome rap. And I loved that feeling of freedom that I mm. didn't have to be perfect. And if I were perfect, that there 
then like, why was I taking this? Because we're all learning and we're all getting better. And it was like this really open environment. So thank you for creating that environment with the academy to make all of us feel like we could be special in our own ways. Thanks. Yeah. Well, it's such a beautiful thing to watch too. And and for me, like, it, it it's really comes down to your definition of perfect. You know, people sharing their voices in the moment and making each other laugh. Like that sounds perfect to me. They did something, you know, and and if we're holding ourselves to like, well, uh, Beyonce perfect on this type of that's not what we're yeah. doing exactly. You know, it, we're we're really like what's perfect is listening, supporting, uh, being truthful. Those are those are kind of perfections that we strive for. And if you can't get a word out and blah blah blah, blah, blah and somebody laughs and like that might be perfect, you know for that moment mm. so yes yeah right yeah that's so there were even some moments um it's hard to remember like specific moments as i'm i'm sure i've heard y'all say a bunch too is that like when you're in the moment doing a freestyle it's amazing and everyone laughs and then after the show you're like what did we just do and but there were there were so many times where like maybe there was like a misconnection or someone who was like the guest on the stage that night said something or like you did something and it felt like oh maybe how would i do this but then you turn it around and make it so memorable and like that was perfect because you just ran with it and you made it fun yeah well that's you know like sometimes before we go out on stage we'll say make mistakes make mistakes um you know the one thing we always say is got your back so if you miss that connection or you don't drop the punchline, and sometimes everyone in the group can tell that you were heading for something and then it fell flat or you just stopped rhyming you know like those things happen and it's like all right I know they've got my back. Somebody's going to come in with something and, and might even turn it into gold, you know, might, might uh, find the uh, alchemy to make that awkward moment. Uh, and to like, let the audience know, we're like, Hey, the, this is happening. And here's the, here's the joke. And so it almost feels like, Oh, was that intentional? No, um, that's, that's the goal. And, you know, again, sometimes, sometimes it works better than others, but, that's what we always work toward and strive towards. Yeah. Amazing. So I, it's funny because we're 20 minutes in, but I usually start with your origin story. It's interesting with you because I've, you know, I've gotten to know you a little bit and I've like heard you in other interviews, but I love to really talk about an origin story from how you got started with this, like as a child and got you to this point. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, I was at the Springfield nuclear power plant and ate a donut that was too close to the reactor. And origin story, it's impossible for me to not think about superheroes and, and Marvel. Um, but my origin story, I was born in rural Maine and my mom actually gave me the name Jelly Donut very early on. I was a fat baby and she gave a, my brother and I food names. He has red hair, so he was pumpkin pie. And I was jelly donut and uh just kind of stuck uh you know i was obsessed with words uh growing up and still am and songwriting i wrote a lot of poetry about monsters uh when i was in like grade school i was uh i loved edgar Allan poe and you know just creepy uh <laughs> monster rhymes uh and and then got into uh i was i had a band called bung monkey in high school um where i taught myself to play bass and we were like a punk band and our songs were about urinals and spanking your monkey and uh <laughs> it, it was a blast i loved it so music has you know always been very important to me and then you know, I think I was already obsessed with rhyme, but I, I didn't have uh, Maine is very white and there there isn't a at least then I don't think there is now, but uh, there wasn't a huge hip hop uh, live hip hop culture there. Um, I was lucky enough to be exposed to Young MC Stone Cold Rhyming was my first rap cassette tape. And then my dad bought me an N.W.A. tape. He did not know what N.W.A. stood for. And I like listened to it once. And he loved it and like hit it. I would, every time I would listen to it, I'd do it. And then I hide it in a drawer. I'm just like, he can't find the thing that he gave me. Um, there's a lot of bad language in this, but I, I loved it. Um, and I was into uh, 
Cypress Hill and, you know, I was into a lot of hip hop groups, but I had never had the exposure to try it uh, before. It was more into grunge rock. Um, but then a buddy of mine, Jeff Malmy, uh, freshman year of high school, of college, uh, after just hanging out for a couple of months, he was like, hey, let's try this thing. I think you'd be good at it. Um, I think you'll like this. And we just went to his little dorm room at Wesleyan and he put in another cassette tape that was uh, a Punk Master Flex instrumental tape. And uh, he started rhyming about the things in his room. And I was like, oh, he's, he's just making this up right now. And we went back and forth and did it for hours. And from that point on, I was obsessed. I was like, let's just do this pre-party uh before going out every um every night we would I, and i would pull my favorite thing was to pull new people into that world i felt like it was you know it was like that the first time you start swearing as a kid or like oh my god have you have do you have a sip of beer <laughs> Get, come here guys you know it was it was my like secret little drug that was like this will light you up you know and i People, we would just like make fun of each other around the room. Um, so I became obsessed with it and it started working its way into rock band music that I made. And, you know, I did a lot of comedy stuff and I, I moved from uh, Maine to San Francisco after college and lived there for 13 years and met incredibly uh, talented, bizarre artists and teachers. And we would put on cabarets and we had a bus that we would charge people like $10 and fill a bus and illegally go to places around San Francisco in the middle of the night and climb a tree and have a folk musician play a song. It was really fun. It was like San Francisco in the early 2000s for me was just like this creative explosion. It was, it was people trying anything and everything. So you had these extremely talented artists who were like, oh, just breaking into the folk world or the hip hop world, uh, especially the East Bay has a huge hip hop scene. Um, and then you'd have the whole spectrum all the way down to like, this really out there guy on acid trying something with a wig. And you're like, he's probably not gonna be on Letterman anytime soon, but they're all there working together to make some, it was crazy, you know, it was like, generally if you were, looking to get into entertainment and you were in San Francisco, people would eventually be like, oh, are you gonna move, when are you moving to LA or New York? Mm -hmm. But there was such a bizarre concoction of people there and such a, a, a love for art that I really got to try any and everything there. Um, and there was a show called Threats Without Regrets where I would dress up in weird costumes and just help out my buddy, Jamie DeWolf, who put on the show. Um, and help them with various things. And they had a slam poetry uh, contest every month and it would, they would also have a rap battle. And eventually I just decided, I was like, oh, maybe I should enter a battle. I've never entered a battle before. And I was like, but I don't love the idea of just getting on stage as me and being like, I hate you. I don't know you, but I'm a better person, you know? <laughs> That's my best rhyme right there. Um, my imitation. Uh, some amazing, you know, the battle world, the battle scene has amazing freestyle artists. Um, but I thought it'd be funnier if I wore a costume and was something completely zany and, and weird. So my first battle, I did this character called Gabriel, Angel of the Lord, which is just me in basically a giant adult diaper and nothing else and, and wings and a curly wig and a, and a halo. Um, and I talk like, hi, I'm Gabriel, angel of the Lord and everything is amazing and exciting. And, and you know, I would like tell the person I was battling how much I loved them. And you know, uh, uh, it was ridiculous. And, and it was, you know, it's, it's a, Sometimes it's a sometimes gritty scene in in uh, Oakland battle world, but it was most it was mostly like I would say like sixty percent love, forty percent a little more hardcore hip hop, and that side you know that has a little misogyny to it and homophobia to it, you know. So I, I'm like naked on stage battling with people who took it a lot more serious than me, and some. Yeah, it was usually like very well received and occasionally an MC would like want to fight me uh, for dressing up as a clown or an old lady or a, a donut. I finally eventually got a giant jelly donut costume. Um, you but for me, I, yeah, I, absolutely. Um, yeah, my friend Wynn made a giant costume that I could barely see out of. But um, so that was my 
introduction to really performing freestyle, um, which I loved. It was very fun, uh, but it was still uh, daunting. Um, freestyling and the object of the game, even though I was kind of being silly with it, was to put somebody else down and to lift yourself up by being better than somebody. Um, which, again, I don't no disrespect to that world because uh, you know such amazing uh, freestyle MCs come out of that cult, uh, that um, tradition, and I still I still really love it. But it was it was really, it took until finding freestyle love Supreme and, and the freeze and Anthony and I started a group in San Francisco called the freeze, um, which is David was a member of that before he joined, uh, FLS. Um, we had a bunch of other great musicians, um, uh, female singer rappers. And, uh, we kind of took Anthony kind of brought his experience with freestyle love Supreme and we, took some of those games and like made some of our own games and we had a live drummer and guitarist and that was just freestyling for freestyling for like lifting each other up making each other laugh and lighting each other up and that that was like i kind of didn't really battle after that and i was like oh this is this is home this is where i've, I've been heading the whole time so yeah wow. Um, oh what! I, feel like, what I just I'm way too. I'm gonna leave you a moment here. That was like most of the story pre pre FLS, and then I moved to New York and auditioned and fully joined here. So yeah, yeah. It's so cool to hear these like different aspects that like I didn't know a lot of that, and and it's really cool like those formative moments that sometimes it's great to try new things that maybe aren't your jam, but they teach you what is your jam and what you do like by trying things that like don't necessarily fit as well. And I love hearing about that too. Yeah. Oh, and it was, and it was great. It was perfect for the time. It was, it was really challenging and, you know, it, it forced me out of my comfort zone every time when you get on stage in a battle, it's, it's, you know, the, yeah, it, it's the nerves that you already have from freestyle and also the like, you know, adversarial, you know, boxing match kind of uh, side of it. So it's, it really is like a, it was a great training ground for like honing punch, punch, you know, punchlines. Uh, for me, freestyling was all about punchlines. So that's like setting up something funny to say about someone or a situation and then working backwards to set that rhyme up. Um, right. You know, and it's something that like, pet peeves uh in freestyle love supreme to me is a punchline game that's a battle but you're not battling another person you're battling coleslaw or you're battling manspreading you're battling whatever you know that's kind of how I, I look at it and i'm like i'm so glad i did those battles because now i get to be like pretend angry again and aggro but really take it out on something that i hate coleslaw right so I was there for that night. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah. I don't know, that one comes, comes back up sometimes because people are like, you hate coleslaw? And every now and then someone will be like, I hate coleslaw too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do love in that game too, like the most random things that people hate, like that there were there would be some that were like very consistent. Like why do so many people hate cilantro? I love cilantro. Yeah. Well, I think there's a genetic thing that makes like one quarter of the world's population think cilantro smells like farts or something. There's something weird like that, you know, like the asparagus thing. I, yeah, because that that is a regular random one that comes up. My favorite in D.C. that I ever took was passive aggressive post-it notes. And it's such a reminder that like specificity in improv is like really key you know yes. it's, it's really nice to have like oh you're like how much can you think about that and you're like no you can really dig into that story right you know? oh yeah. yeah that's amazing so speaking of getting suggestions from the audience this is a great opportunity so if you have a word that you would like jelly to freestyle with please drop it in the comments. We'll get to it in a few minutes, but I wanted to give you all a few minutes to kind of get those thoughts and, and post it there. You can post it like a note. What? Right in the comments. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so, so how are you doing? How's it going oh, over there? Sorry, you're in charge of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> you and Anissa, both of you are like, I'm going to be the reporter now. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I guess we're used to it, the mic one uh, mode. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you so much. Honestly, though, like having these conversations have become such this like joy in my life. 
life because before like starting the series, it was kind of like, okay, like maybe I'll hop on a rap recess and then that'll be the way I talk to people. Or maybe I'll like call a friend, but there wasn't that like consistent way of like getting to know people and having this like semi face-to-face contact. And that's just like really, really like helped to make it semi-normal in like a a not normal world there's that like little piece of normalcy and that's like uh it's been it's been great to have this so thanks for asking good well yeah and we we had planned for so long and i feel like i delayed and delayed and now it's like the perfect time it just seems like this was supposed to be Yes, yes, this was supposed to be. And actually, while while we still get a few more of those words, I want to talk about one of the reasons that this was postponed for a great reason and something that uh, the Academy, I think, did a really great job at, at, you know, speaking up and getting people involved. So the uh, We Are Freestyle of Supreme was supposed to premiere um, right during the time that the Black Lives Matter movement really was getting their their steam and and what how did how did that aspect kind of affect um, you the academy and all aspects of that? Yeah, well, I, you know, after George Floyd's uh, death and murder, um, and certainly um, murders that have happened right before that and right after that and for decades and you know centuries before that uh you know certainly that that boiling point i think struck all of us and it it also you know we were we're also like tossed and turned from the pandemic that to also see like oh right this hasn't gone anywhere this is as bad as it's been uh, in recent history and um it, it, it was just a like another gut punch and also like a I, I think like a really difficult thing to hold in your head for those of us who are privileged enough to be able to put that kind of thing down mm. and, and hide in our homes and not experience that day to day and so you know I, I think um the Freestyle Love Supreme and uh, people at Hulu. Uh, I think we all made the, they all made, we all made, we had a conversation about it. We had a really great conversation as a group, Freestyle Love Supreme about, hey, delaying this, there's, there's, uh, there are, our voices need to be used for something else right now. And there are attention as a nation should be on something else right now. And that's even hard to say because our attention should always be on these important things as well, you know, but there are moments in history where the catalyst has just like struck, you know, that spark has really turned into a flame where hopefully real change can be made. And it feels like even, you know, the needle is moving, Mm -hmm. uh, even if it's not nearly as much as many of us would like it to. Um, So, you know, I think, I think, I think we felt gut punched at the time about the reminder that this awful thing was there, but it wasn't a gut punch of, oh, now we have to put things on hold. It was none of that. It was just like, of course, you know, let's, it's, it's time to join hands and continue this fight and really, really look at, look at our own um, involvement in it and, and how we can use our voices and how we can use our money and how we can use our yeah. time. Uh, to fight for justice and equality and equity. Um, so it, it was kind of a no-brainer for, for all of us. Um, and the fact that the you know film is coming out tomorrow is not like, cool, we're done. you know it's it's but but there is a, a like I, the pot I believe has gone from full boil to hopefully a sustainable mm-hmm. simmer or a sustainable boil um, where we can continue working on this and um, you know also fold in some of these other uh, sides of our lives uh, and the academy yeah academy as well the academy um, so freestyle of supreme academy um, started by Anthony Tuchach, uh Shockwave and I. Uh, has been, you know, such a blessing in this pandemic for for us, certainly, and the community has been awesome. It's given us all uh, an outlet for voicing how we feel um, in our homes, uh, digesting news that is really intense, um, having friends and family members sick and or dying. Mm. Um, And when 
you know, the heat was turning up on um, Black Lives Matter, it became an, a, a great uh, space for that too, for, yeah. for voicing for really. And, and it's not just a place, uh, you know, when we get together and play rap games or um, share songs with each other and improv together, it's not just like, oh, here's what I got to say. It's listening becomes, mm. you know, it's really as important, if not more important than sharing in, in what we do. And, you know, there were, there were some moments where just listening to our facilitators and community members of what they were going through and what they were feeling um, with uh, Black Lives Matter on top of pandemic, it was, I learned so much. Um, and there were moments that were just like heartbreaking to see people at the end of their rope and tired, but like also that's empathy. That's an empathy machine, you know, that helps open our hearts up a little bit more to see what somebody else is going through, even if it's just a glimpse. Um, and there were, there were also inspiring moments. We, we had, um, a, we've been doing sessions for kids and I was in one of the sessions, uh, for younger kids. And I kind of started it with like a, just a little history of hip hop and like, Hey, we don't always talk about the fact that we're riding on the shoulders of giants when we're looking at this art form and how much uh, respect and uh, praise and gratitude we owe to black communities struggling for equality in the seventies, creating this art form and a peaceful way to express themselves together and how it's still happening now. And, uh, you know, the, the, we ended up having a, a game in that session with the kids where we talked about um, kids, uh, their vision of the future and how it could uh, look better. You know, what, what is your vision of improving what our situation now? And the things that came out of these kids' mouths were just like, you know, just gives you hope for the future, for these future leaders. You're like, oh, and it, and it validates a little bit like, oh, the more we can give them microphones and uh, outlets and skills or, you know, like, you know, introduce them to things, then they'll just take it and be amazing with it and teach us, you know. So that that was, um, you know, the Academy really not not solving all the problems, but giving us a way to like deal with some of it, you know, which I think is the best art kind of at its best is, is letting us let those emotions and experiences uh, go through us and connect to other people. So beautifully said. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's important to, to pay attention to everything that's going on and to actively say black lives matter and to do as much as we can to, to help make sure that everyone feels included and involved in every different aspect that, when we're having these rap recesses, you know, you can definitely feel that the diversity is strong and that it only makes us stronger. And mm-hmm. it's it's something else that I've been hearing a lot and saying that, you know, you can't like Hamilton and not say Black Lives Matter. You can't like Freestyle Love Supreme and not say Black Lives Matter because they're just like, these are foundational elements to what you love were based because like, if there weren't those black artists, then where would we be today? So I just, I like to make sure to, to say that and, um, and how important it is and, and seeing the, the kids really get that and see a better future. That's amazing. That's worth everything. Yeah, it, I, I, I agree. Thank you for saying that. And, and it also was a great reminder of we can keep improving. You know, it's, it, it reminded us, you know, we have a number of scholarship students of color in, in that group. And then it reminds us like we're, we're, we're virtual right now. We can seek out more opportunities for kids from different backgrounds, adults from different backgrounds to join us. How do we improve that? Um, how do we, um, hire uh, diversity consultants and pay them more, you know, like, so we're really, we're really kind of looking at our organization and like, how do we put the money where the mouth is, um, Mm. on black lives matter. So great working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, that's great to hear, especially as someone like in the community, it's really nice to hear that the people who are running it are so conscious of that and, and looking to, to make those changes that I think everyone in the world are, but are doing that in a way that's not just like, 
reacting that it's just like, let's, let's take the moment, let's take the time and really make sure we get that right. For sure. And, and, you know, it's really, it's certainly not lost on us that a number of us are uh, white straight men, you know, working in this field of yes, improv storytelling, but hip hop is a huge part of it. And it, it is yeah. a black art form traditionally. Um, so it, that is not lost on us. And we never want to be anything but respectful and hopefully um, paying homage to and adding to not taking from, you know, um, mm. so goal um amazing amazing um yeah so you look at some of these uh i I shifted back over to Streamyard because i can't watch myself from two seconds ago it's insane yeah i was i was fully in with what you were saying so i didn't look at the comments but lisa goes take a break and then cindy's like shenanigans and safety and then they're talking about the safety dance and it's just like even in the comments people are freestyling it's amazing great great i I just want to listen to that then yeah yeah yeah. okay so i'm gonna Uh, get i haven't looked at any of those comments so i don't know yeah what uh what would you like to do so i'm going to start here, Eva has the first word that I will say in a moment when, um, if you want to get the beat and we'll start doing that. Play a beat. All right. Let me do that. Um, see if this works. Um, oh, wow. All right. Let's go Dr. Dre. Okay. This is what's the difference. Turn it down just slightly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll move my mic a little bit too so it's more me and i'll come a little closer excellent okay first word is summer uh, all right i gotta say 2020 this is the summer that i will always remember as a freaking bummer seriously i'm locked up here in my cave um gotta wear a mask to behave but people won't wear me the mask and that's not that bad it's one simple task please tell your dad because we're trying to help that dude survive in a pandemic also racial injustice is systemic and we are having many many issues so we crying all summer please grabbing those tissues but hopefully after this big change comes because after the storm comes the sun Mm. dinosaur nuggets <laughs> uh, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna go back to Flintstone time. That's right. Uh, dropping a Flintstone rhyme to the town of Bedrock. Going to the movies. Um, what kind of snacks you got that will be groovy? Uh, let's see. I could have a Brontosaurus burger, but I don't really like that because yo meat is murder. So I would rather have a fake dinosaur nugget made from impossible meat. Yes, this is an impossible treat. Um, I drive my car with my impossible feet. Uh, that's what we do with me and Barney. Uh, and I'm not talking Barney the Dinosaur, I'm talking my best friend next door, him and Wilma. Are, what's the other lady's name, Velma? I think, no, now I'm talking about a whole, is that true? Bam, bam, damn, bam, give me another word, please, ma'am, ma'am. Smorgasbord. Uh, yeah, smorgasbord, that's right, when you eat a whole bunch of food in a Ford, um, more than you can afford, wait, smorgasburg is where all of these nerds come to Prospect Park and it makes it difficult to ride my bike, as they go to pay more food for uh, money for food they like, uh, they get it out of a food truck, but now we can't do that, you gotta wear your mask, it sucks, you cannot eat with a mask in the park when you're less than six feet away from another hipster today, um, come out and play, uh, smorgasburg is not what I have over there in my cupboards um is mostly empty in the refrigerator because i stayed away from brooklyn as if i was a hater but i'm back um so good to be back uh, bk <laughs> all right what else should we say shrinky dinks <laughs> All right, hold on, let me thinky think. I think it was a toy, they were called Shrinky Dinks, but I'm not exactly sure what they was. I never had one, I had to call up my cuz. Shrinky Dink, um, I guess it's something else. For me, it's difficult, it's bad for your health. Um, but when you jump into the ocean, um, downstairs there might be a commotion. It's very cold in Maine when you jump into the ocean, it's true. So you might have a Shrinky Dink uh, down from six inches to two. I'm getting too graphic, I'm sorry, <laughs> let me switch up the topic i had it documentary Mm. all right 
Call the doctor, not Dr. Dre. The documentary, he's got something to say. Andrew Freed, and we are Freestyle Love Supreme. Tomorrow on Hulu, yes, check it out to stream. Uh, that's been a whole part of my dream. Now I'm in the movie, also on Broadway, that's groovy. And you get to see my friends from 16 years ago. Um, many of them sporting a go. T, C, D, M, C's, free, Lee. Taking the ABCs, the words, the nouns, and verbs, and putting them together like they're ridiculous theater nerds, which they are, which they made also Broadway hits uh, in the Heights and Hamilton shit. Nah, this is legit. Let's take one more word because Jelly Donut is ready to quit. Last word is mystical. Oh, yeah. Uh. Grab your Bibles and grab your crystals. We about to go on a spiritual, mystical adventure. Oh, and my beat is stopping. I need to find another one because this rhyme is dropping. Maybe I'll uh, scroll up a little. Here we go. Mystical on this mystical flow. Um, I was a hippie, didn't you know? Um, I like to get trippy in the snow. Uh, yeah, I got a mystical vision. Maybe uh, we could just make an incision in our heart and open up and pull it up apart and leave a little space for everyone else in art and realize that we were actually all one being, even though on the screen you are seeing two different people show and I are one. Uh, that's right, and this is fun, it's begun. You can mush us both together. What would we look like then? I don't know. I could spin around like the world and now the world is spinning. Believe that I'm looking at all of you grinning. I feel your soul. I see your eyes. Even uh, with that look of surprise, I want to say that the love is real. The love for each and every one of you that I feel because we are mystical beings born from the stars since the Big Bang. I know it sounds strange. If Jelly Donut smoked too much weed, uh, then you can cancel, proceed to give up <laughs> not listen to me ever again. But either way, we'll still be friends from the beginning of time till the time ends um, until we meet each other again when we come back as dinosaur nuggets. And that's all I got for you. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. Oh, amazing. Brilliant mind at work. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. That was very fun. Uh, yeah, good words, y'all. Oh there, there were so many good uh, things here. I was trying to make sure like everyone got at least one and y'all were bringing it. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for uh, tuning in. I'm now like, yeah. scrolling through and looking. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shrinky Dinks. What were Shrinky Dinks again? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, is that what I think it is? And I'm like, Jody, I'm just going to go with you on this one. And just say. I thought it was a, like a toy, but I never knew what they were. But yeah, Shrinky. Um, and, was that when oh, you I would take like the food and like make it smaller in like the little, uh, I don't know. Or was yeah, or what they had those little foam caplets that you'd put in and be like, whoa, it went from this big to a dinosaur that's this big and it's like <laughs> smoking magic. Um, Cindy Howard, I, I see your daughter's on. Hi, hello to you and your daughter. Um, yes, I'm like, at the, I'll go back and <laughs> look at look at the feed someday. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So so we have a few more minutes left, and I want to make sure to also cool. talk about. Um, Moon Drunk and your fabulous fiance, mm -hmm. Ashley Perez Flanagan, who has just mm -hmm. won an award. Uh, that was so exciting. There's so many fabulous parts that I would be remiss not to bring up that amazing group and her. Well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ashley is extremely talented and um, she uh, and I have been working on, so we are in a band called Moon Drunk, and there's a third member named Yair Ebnin, who uh, did some of the orchestration and played on stage in Waitress for many, many years, and a number of other projects. He's a killer cellist and guitarist and writer, and he and I and Ashley make music with a band called Moon Drunk, and we have one album out called Lunacy that is on Spotify and iTunes and all the things, and we've been working on new music during the pandemic. You know, we've written quite a bit, and Ashley and I were doing uh, kind of quarantine shows every other week uh, for a bit, um, which we're, we're probably due for another one, uh, but yeah, we're very slowly putting together. We would like to release an EP this year. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, I, I love songwriting. It's just one of the things that like, you know, freestyling is great because you're songwriting in like fast, fast real time. But my brain is kind of doing that throughout the day a lot of the time anyway. So I'm like, yeah, let me slow it down and pick up a guitar and do it, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a really fun outlet uh, for that. Um, 
what what else were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> just just you and Ashley and and Moondrunk and and um, Lisa saying TBT that time we went to see Moondrunk in Brooklyn. That was so much fun. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. The way station, which yeah. uh, I need to reach out to the owner. It is closing. I believe he's moving, but I, I, oh. I think it may be another, um, uh, you know, um, kind of result of the pandemic there. But I, I have to reach out to Andy, the, the owner, who was, it was always really, really sweet. That's the first place we ever played. And it's right around the corner from my house. So it was just like you could level stuff over there and. Uh, what a fun group. It's, it's a Doctor Who themed bar mm -hmm. or was a Doctor Who themed bar. So it like attracted a really lovely nerd audience. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll push up my glasses, nerd. Uh, I love I love a good nerd, nerd time. Um, also, before I forget, I brought my FLS cap here that I thought maybe, Ooh, I'll, very nice. maybe I'll rock it for the last part of the interview. Although you can't lovely, really see it. Yeah. Um, with the curls, it's it. always so funny to wear hats because it does. I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> Thank you. Ernie, Ernie, one of the guys who worked at our theater, made uh, made this this uh, hat that like Shockwave has on. A few of us have these kind of amazing. Oh, wow. Should have been rocking that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I love the microphone on the side there. So cool. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's got all the things. Yeah. Um, and are there any, um, oh, did you have something you want to say first? Well, you might be leading into it right now. I was curious. Uh, you you said you talk about uh, nonprofit shout outs sometimes. Yes, yes I'd love to. I'd love to give uh, two of them. Um, one is the Hispanic Federation uh, that Lynn Manuel Miranda works with a lot. Uh, we're doing a Prizio Freestyle Love Supreme campaign or whatever you call them uh, contest really and for ten dollars up to however much you want to give you get entered for as much money as you put in to win a free 30-minute virtual show and i think that'll be with uh anthony and james and nisa and kayla and i probably yes. i believe through um so check that out on prizio and it uh, most importantly that goes to uh, support the hispanic federation and uh the emergency response for uh black and immigrant uh families facing trouble with COVID 19. Yeah. so it's definitely worthwhile and then maybe we'll we'll be in your living room um and then another i one I wanted to shout out is called Best Buddies, and it's an organization that creates friendships between uh, individuals with and without intellectual disabilities. And I worked mm -hmm. for them for many, many years and I love that organization. And they are starting their leadership conference uh, tonight, and it's the first time they've ever had to do it virtually. Um, so I've sent them a little rap video uh, for their opening night, but that's a cool organization too. Um, and we, yeah, we do a lot of work in New York, but across the, the world really it's international so check out best buddies yeah yay amazing yeah i i love to bring up the nonprofits uh and organizations because and charities because sometimes you never know these parts of people that like they have something that's been like a lifelong uh commitment or something new and and it's always really nice because now with 50 of these interviews, I've gotten so many different nonprofits that I've gone and checked out and donated Great. and I've heard other people have as well. So that's, that's really Love cool. It. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for making that a part of your routine. That's great. Of course. And of course, I want to ask you how people can find out more about the Freestyle of Supreme Academy. And if there are kids or adults looking to join the fun and, you know, all of that jazz. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're doing um, we're doing a bunch right now. Uh, we have a new Welcome to the Cipher two day workshop for folks who have taken our classes before or not. Uh, you know, we especially want to invite new people in, and people from anywhere can take it now. You know, yeah. um, assuming you can stay up late enough in Japan, then join us. Uh, but that is on August first and second, and we have rolling admissions online, so you can apply at any time, and we'll tell you when the next uh, class comes up uh, on Thursday evenings, so in uh, half an hour, uh, we will have two different youth sessions, uh, one for 7 to 12 year olds, one for 13 to 17 year olds. Um, those are super fun. It's just an hour of playtime to allow parents to mm. 
have a date night um, while yeah, they're beatbox and rap. Um, and that's a lot of fun. Ashley is one of the facilitators on that. So she's getting ready for that. And Tarek and Carly and Alice, great facilitators of ours. Um, and then we're doing uh, two weeks of youth camp in August as well. So all that information, that'll be really fun. That's a whole week long, Monday to Friday. Um, kind of three hours a day. Uh, all of that information is we're, we're starting a new website um, right now. Uh, you should go to freestyleofspring.com slash academy. And you can always email academy at freestyleofspring.com for more info about that stuff. I uh, hope to see you there. Yes. If you've ever considered it, if you've ever thought, can I do it? Yes, do it because it's for absolutely everyone. It's so much fun. You'll make so many friends. So that's just my little like endorsement as someone who did it and just like had the best time. So thank you. It was so fun. I saw, I saw a show's class show and it was, it was fire. Love that it. was so much fun. Just quick side note, having three members of Freestyle Love Supreme who were currently on Broadway, take some time to see us in our show in a gym was bonkers so thank you for coming <laughs> we were psyched it was great i think Udkars came too that uh that night too he, i think he was there no was he? i don't Udkars went to a different one because we it was oh, okay. you shock uh and two touch oh nice awesome yeah which was pretty thank cool you. squad squad squad, yeah. squad. um and and it is so cool to think that we're gonna get to see so much freestyle of supreme now on hulu um coming out because one of my favorite parts was that you had to put your phone away and be in the moment and in a time like this where we're like doing everything on our phones and everything mm -hmm. is like technology it's so cool that freestyle of supreme is like phones away be present Cool. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I definitely miss that. Uh, I'm constantly like checking on Ruth Bader Ginsburg's health and I can't put my phone down. Just like, what is, what's the next hopefully great thing that's going to happen and not bad thing, you know? Yes. Uh, so, but yeah, it's a good reminder to when we get playing any of these games, this is probably the longest I've gone today without <laughs> checking my phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, and thank you so much. I, I appreciate you coming on and everyone who's watching. And I yeah, just okay. want to share yes, that the, the show must go online continues throughout quarantine. And we have more FLS members and Academy members. We have Christella Cruz tomorrow and Dr. Polly Saturday, Monday's Nia. Then we've got oh. Bill Sherman. What up, Bill? He's coming on next sure. week. So they're, they're so much fun to look out for. Um, a lot of the members here who've been commenting are Showtreon. So if you've liked what you've seen, you can join us. Patreon.com slash Show. Join the revolution. We are going to have a Freestyle of Supreme watching party tomorrow at the same time as the Twitter party. So that'll be mm. fun. If it's something you thought about, now's a cool time to, to join the jam and everything. So thank you. That's my little pitch. I appreciate y'all being here for it. I'm going to take us out with a little freestyle. See, it doesn't matter if you rhyme or not. You just got the flow. And I like your palindrome. So you keep going back and forth. I'll see you later. And I'll see you at the show. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening to the 34th episode of B-Way Show, the podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review so you can be a spy on the inside for future episodes. Head over to the Booth Theater to see Jelly Donut and the Freestyle of Supreme crew on Broadway and check out their opening night coverage on bwayshow.com. Thanks to all the show trions and special shout out to the showstopper and shenanigans levels. Claire Freeman, Kelly Chapman, Ashley Stazak, Shannon Wheeler, Judy Kotner, Naomi Kotner, John Benson, Alyssa Wallace, Cindy Howard, Julie Larkin, Lisa Michelle Martin O'Neill, Margaret Howie, Eva Finklawson, and Sharon Salzberg. If this was your jam, you can become a Showtron. Head over to patreon.com slash show. You get exclusive access to film performances, photos, and interviews, as well as up-to-date news on what's going on in the theater world. It's a fun time. Come check it out. Thanks as always to Kyle Braxton, aka Get In for these awesome beats, Jelani Remy for the beautiful intro riff, 
Alex Brightman for the Showtime promo, Chelsea Hill, aka Illustrating Diva for the cool cover art, all the wonderful guests, and all of you for listening. Broadway shows are announcing their new opening dates. While we're excited to see everyone get back to work, we must stay vigilant in our calls to make theater a safe space for everyone involved. We need reports on how companies will be enacting anti-racist, anti-transphobia, anti-ableism, and anti-abuse work. We can't go back. We must move forward. Get your vaccine, wear a mask, be safe, and let's take care of ourselves. Proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. We'll see you at the show. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.